It is Super Bowl week. Bienvenidos and welcome yeah, to the family. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Familia FFB podcast. Super Bowl 55, Familia. It is on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's a very exciting week. It's the final week of football, pretty much, until we start coming back on to talk about the draft. So let's uh let's do everything fantasy for this game huh all the prop bets and everything oh totally yeah. totally boys it's gonna it, it's gonna be on so i'm jorge georgie martin and the primo is hector reyes ricky torres Yo. como estamos boys but uh, good man and, ready to rock and since uh, since we're talking super bowl we got nico gutierrez also primo nico gutierrez and our pre our other adopted primo greggy greg como estamos hello my brothers yeah Let's make some money. Oh, Let's it's go. so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, they, well, we, you know what? We should take a, uh, a second to just kind of tip the cap to the NFL for actually, number one, putting on a season and actually having it happen uh, right? know, according to time. I mean, it was just uh, amazing. Amazing. I don't, uh, you know, Familia, uh, uh, those listening out there, I hope you got a chance to listen to my interview with Sam Farmer. And he was one of the people, I mean, he's the, the one of the lead NFL columnists uh, and for the uh, nationally, but our, our LA times columnist. And he was as, uh, as shocked as anyone to see that it actually happened. There were no postponements, no week 18, no nothing. The, the playoffs happened and Oh, let's just hope everybody stays COVID free and we and this game happens. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. So, you know, when you guys think when we think Super Bowl, before we get into everything that we're going to be talking about today, there is one thing that is as important as anything when it comes to Super Bowl, and it is guacamole. Greggy Greg, you asked <laughs> last week about secrets to, yes. to guacamole secrets. And well, I went to the source. I, I went to the mountain. For you guys, I'm, you I'm know, the, top, the mountaintop. I, I went to the, t- I went to the tippy top. I went to mom. Lit your candles. I went, I went to, I went to mom to Tia Abigail, and I asked her. I said, "Mom, what's your secret?" And so she came to me and she goes, "Well, number one, you need a molcajete. That's the moledor, the hammer <laughs> and pestle. Yep, you know, with the with oh, like gee. the rocky one, right? Oh it's yes. Gotta be made. Yeah, it's like made out of like asphalt. Can't <laughs> yeah, be, it like, looks these, like, shiny ones. <laughs> I have one, but I currently use it to hold like my ladle for soups after I'm done on the stove. So <laughs> I go. think I found a new use for it. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, she said that was number one. But then she went into everything, everything about it. She said she gave me the the you know obviously. There are no exact measurements because in a Mexican household, there are no exact me- measurements when it comes to, yeah. you know, a pinch and a little bit of this and a little yeah. bit of that. It's, the one, it's the only all thing. by eye. It's hard to get uh, a smidge, recipes from a my smidgen. dad because of that. Oh, it's crazy. So, but she did give me, so the approximations are three avocados mixed, you know, mashed up, mashed up a little sprinkle of garlic salt. So salt, not powder. So my mom made it, made sure that we knew that. So half about half a chopped Roman tomato, kind of regular regular size, chopped onions. She said about a spoonful. Add more if you like it more oniony. A little bit of squirt of lemon, and she said that's really just to keep the color, but also to give it a little bit of zing. And the other, the last part is the chiles. So she said if you want it hotter, give it a jalapeno, but if you just want it kind of medium heat, go go serrano, chile serrano. So. You know, I, I think I, I Hector, I think you, you know, pre-show you had the right thing. Let's do the Pepsi challenge. Make two of them. <laughs> Pepsi challenge, man. Make one with Serrano heavy, make one jalapeno heavy. And then 
blind, blind taste test, man. And just see which one, you know, which one burns your face off first, you know? Yep. And, and with happy, <laughs> so, with happy tears, with happy. Exactly. Tears. So, exactly. And, and, but, oh, the other secret is make sure it's a little chunky. So, and, and I remember mom always likes it, likes, likes her guacamole a little bit chunky. So that's, that's a good thing. So uh, I'm going to miss probably uh, all the guacamole is the Super Bowl Sunday. Cause I'm, I don't think I have a party to go to right now, or do I think I want to go to one, but one of my favorite Super Bowl snacks has got to be a seven layer dip. Ooh, just the beans with the guacamole and it's very American of me, but. Oh, it's like the only time of the year I have it. <laughs> you, you know what's better than a seven-layer dip? No one brings that to our family get-togethers. Nine. <laughs> yeah, nine-layer nine dip. That's what's <laughs> With chocolate and whipped cream on top? No. <laughs> right. Hurt. Well, you know, what other favorite Super Bowl foods we got, boys? Oh, man. Uh, well, first of all, you, you got to have buffalo sauce on something right i mean yep <laughs> and i and i'm one of those people i'm one of those people that uh bought an air fryer and and, and word uh, uh you know the word on the word on air fryer it's funny i i, I saw a meme like it says something like uh oh do you know how you do you know what your friend uses a you know what makes with his air fryer don't worry he'll tell you you know like, <laughs> something like that. it's like air fryer people air fryer people tell everyone what they do with their air fryer and i'm i and i was like oh my god that's so true because <laughs> i tell so what are you going to make the super bowl sunday with your air fryer i'm going to i'm going to make buffalo cauliflower with buffalo sauce and just drench and it's awesome i make it all the time it's just it's fantastic it tastes just the same if not better than buffalo wings but it's it's cauliflower and it's awesome i love it i can i've eaten an entire cauliflower just like pick it apart and the next thing you know it's just gone. how much like should I, I someone spend thing. on an air fryer air fryer like 60 bucks 70 bucks for an air fryer yeah it's not bad like, oh, it's we're awesome gonna, make french fries yeah man we're awesome. gonna make our own tortilla chips i mean the girls the girls they See? love to they love air to, fryer yep yeah air fryer air fried tortilla chips that one rick the bomb i guess it's like it's the awesome, new drug dude. so I like Seriously, to dude, get an air fryer. I tell you what, but yes, yeah, buffalo sauce on on anything, and you're 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 solid. So I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Uh, since since we try and keep things uh, uh, somewhat plant based in our in our home, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do some soy chorizo. Um, soy chorizo. Oh, oh yeah, so a little, <laughs> a little soy chorizo with uh, a little bit of sautéed onions on it. Do it in the air fryer. Oh, it's so good. Boom, so air good. fryer. See, he said air fryer. There you go, Rick. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> jump, jump on the bandwagon, you baby. Do it, and Let's you're go. never going back. You're never. Everybody's going back. doing it, man. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Sponsored Greg, by Kirkland Air Fryers. Exactly. <laughs> Costco and grab one, man. Yeah. Hey, we haven't heard from Nico and Greggy Greg. Uh, favorite foods. Dude, is this wine and tequila? What the hell are you guys talking vegetables? And like Greg's like, <laughs> Greg's like, you take an agave plant and you smash it oh. and you and you Dude. distill it. That's what I'm eating. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's all well, the other green. I don't care. We don't even talk about that, but I mean, come on. I mean, you're talking air fryers and okay, I get you, I get you. I know what you yeah, man. So, well, what's your meat of choice, then? Greg? <laughs> Give us some uh, carne. Ribeyes, baby. Let's get the ribeyes going. The wings, that's meat, proteins all day. Ribeye for Super Bowl, I never had anyone nice enough to give yeah. me that at a party. But uh, chips, so wings. chips and salsa, guys, straight up. And I like it hot. You know, I was telling you about my wife and and how we like grow peppers and stuff. And, and yeah. 
If I yeah, man. Hell yeah. Like they all love to jump in the same bowl together and then they get hot and it's like the sweat comes starting coming out of your top of your head. You yeah. Know, great then you go grab a beer. Uh, a shot of tequila, and we're watching the Super Bowl. You know, not boom. Not I can't away. believe people like that spicy feeling. Yeah. Like I just could never. Get Here's the thing. For me, I have a saying that I always say is like, I like my food to bite back. And you know, yeah. what I mean? it's like a, it's like a, you have a relationship with your food. So yes. it's, you know, it's like a wrestle match, wrestling match with your with your food. Yeah, an like, abusive relationship awesome. with. Well, your food. no, you don't you don't want it super crazy hot, but you do want like a little bit of kick. And yeah, that's always good. Yeah. And you break up nice. because it's just you know not working out. So. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mind my head. I don't <laughs> mind my then get. To, then food counseling. That's a, that's, a whole that's a whole different story. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind getting a layer of sweat on on the top of my head. Right. You know, uh, yeah. On the top of my ball. <laughs> I head. sweat already oh, without yeah. food. So I don't Ricky's sweating just talking about it. So yeah, Rick, Rick is you're, you're lightweight. Man. Exactly. around <laughs> with Greek food and Mexican food. I saw you with some Italian food. I know it. I saw it. <laughs> Nico, we haven't heard from you. What? Uh, give me a food before we jump into the show. Uh, no, I like wings. It's tradition, or yeah. uh, the Korean ribs. The little, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. good. That's Ooh. good stuff, man. Or you barbecue all day. Little tortillas. Like you ever had the little corn tortilla, and you put one slice of bologna, one slice of square cheese, and you do that. Seems like it'd be nasty, but it's one of the tastiest things. Oh, it's oh, so oh, yeah. It's like a bologna. Yeah. Yes, that was, bologna and craft singles. Bologna has a first name. Nico, the, that you, you just talked about our childhood right there. Know, Come on, man. man. Pretty much. That's what I felt like I heard. Corn tortilla, though. It's got to be a corn tortilla. So Absolutely. Yeah. And, the, and the bologna and the bologna like bubbles up, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right there. Yeah, oh boy. After all these, uh, after all these, you know, way back pictures that we've been getting on our WhatsApp, it's just uh it, it's amazing. So right? by oh. ghetto gourmet. Yeah. <laughs> Pacoima, yeah, Pacoima, <laughs> Pacoima Gourmets. There we go. There you go. Uh, oh, well, well, guys, you know, it's, it, you know, before we get into the, the we, we got some major cheese mitt that happened over the week. Major cheese mitt. Major like, cheese. Bologna like, you know, and cheese mitt. Like, like, you gotta get some, some gotta get some wine with that cheese mitt. <laughs> so, so the Rams. It's the novella now. It, it really is. It you really is. Mute. In the background, it's as the, as the quarterback turns it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so you know dun, everybody's dun. talked about it, but, but we haven't talked about it yet. You know, Jared Goff to the Lions, Stafford to the Rams. The Lions get two number one picks, then the twenty two and twenty three drafts, and they get this year's number three pick to the to the Lions. Uh, it's a win win here, man. I, I mean, you need Stafford to run SoFi right now because right now. Herbert's the number one quarterback there when the Rams thought they were going to own LA. So they need a shiny piece in Stafford. They got the wide receiver core to be able to run it. Yes. He's expensive. Yes. They're losing out on all these picks, but they got a pretty decent team that golf kind of threw through in the well. Meanwhile, the lions, they have so many picks. They have a young team. Uh, they have people who are, they already know that they're rebuilding compared to LA knows they need to be in the playoffs now. So I think it's win-win both ways. It's, you know, and the Lions are looking at Goff as being not just, you know, for now. I mean, they're they're looking at him as possibly being their quarterback for, you know, the foreseeable future. The GM, I think that's because they're cheap. Well, I, well, not just that, but the GM for the new GM for the uh, Lions is the old personnel director for the Rams. He's the guy who 
who who was there when they drafted Goff in 2016. So it's so he like he wanted Goff and he handed wanted, him to Jeff Fisher, who did nothing. Yeah, well, so, you know. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know what? The thing with Goff, uh, I I don't know what happened with him this year. I mean, maybe he needs a change of scenery. I, Peter King on his uh, Football Morning in America column, he posted a video clip of Goff making just a long, you know, long throw that went for like 70 yards to Cooper Cup. It was a bomb that where where Cup start lined up on the left crisscrossed to the right and then took off down the right sideline Goff hit him in stride and i was like where was that this year you still had cup and i mean but where was not that? always wasn't cup wasn't cup like in and out sometimes he's though? been but oh yeah but, but Goff has no been bad more than he's been good i think that's yeah, the honest right. truth about him i've seen jamarcus russell throw an 80 yard pass doesn't make me want him on my team. Right. So yeah, the last man, there was a Jamarcus Russell reference. Whoa. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I when think... you talk about like great passes, I'm like, dude, that just because I see it once, like I gotta see time after time, and and Goff just hasn't done that for me, and that's why I would get rid of him too. And Stafford, you know, he brings kind of like a he he brings a little bit of Brett Favre, kind of like okay, yeah. I got I got a six inch window to throw into. I'm going in there, right, and, and hitting well, that shot. You know, yeah, he yeah. grew up with Kershaw, also. Do you think I know? They played. Georgie doesn't well, know that. <laughs> I know Georgie. You know that, but everyone listening. Well, actually, and, and... last week, I think wasn't it last week that I that I made this call or that I had said I read it somewhere or saw something that that uh, Stafford might come to L.A. Right? Remember that? Yep. So we 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 chatted about um, it a little bit. We chatted about it a little bit. Stafford reuniting with call uh, any of Kershaw. That. <laughs> uh, Nico, you were we, drinking we at the time. Sh- check the we tape. Had a show. We had a show last week. <laughs> we had a show last week. So, Familia, <laughs> one one thing that uh, I'm going to hope to get back in 2010, I published an article on uh, on the childhood friendship of Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford, and I interviewed both the moms. Kershaw uh, did it, and I actually published it right the month that. Stafford was drafted so he was not available for an interview for that one but talk to the mom talk to one of the coaches who coached them when they were like seven years old and uh just some great stuff I'm really hoping to get permission to republish it on our familyffb.com website so familia look be on the lookout for that I mean it was fascinating Kershaw's mom shared some photos with me of like them seven years old on the same soccer team Oh, that's great. Uh, that they were on a championship baseball team. They're both holding the trophy and the team was the Dodgers. So that's it just, I, so a awesome. uh, little preview familia. So let, let, uh, you know, so let's hope I can get the permission to publish that article. I was, I was thinking you're going a different direction. I was thinking you're saying, I hope, I get permission to interview both of Do them it again. again and again. Like, that's what I was thinking. Two. Well, we'll that's see. What I was you're like, about where to are say, they man. now? So, pull the <laughs> strings, man. Pull the let, strings, George. Let's see if we like it happen, first, baby. First off, let's make sure that we can that that I can actually get into do interviews because no one's getting in anywhere to do interviews right now. But uh, we'll true. see. Fingers crossed. I, I hear you. Kind of like it, it'd, be, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to do something like that. So get in crossed. there, man. Hey, we we are we're we're one of the top rated Latino. Pod, fantasy football podcast in, in Mexico, Mexico, man. Use that, use use that, use that credential and get in there, bro. Let's go. South of Tijuana, north of Cabo, you know. Oh man. Oh uh, well, so that's that's, that's right. gonna be good. That's gonna be a good thing. So you know, and the other quarterback who may be on the move is 
Uh, Deshaun yeah, Watson. Maybe he will be on the move. Uh, it it Ooh, certainly looks Watson. like it. Where is he going? Uh, Where is he going? Do you guys? Do you guys got a prediction? No, because every team would want him. He's a top five quarterback, just yeah. because of the fact he can run and throw. What does Vegas uh, say? Does Vegas have odds? Nico. Nico's on. Nico the Mexican. I don't go that. What are the odds? <laughs> That's a prop bet I would want to make. That's a prop bet. Yeah, exactly. Where is uh? Where would you guys want him to land? I, I feel like, ooh, I mean, I'd want, I'd want... a lot. Of, a lot of teams are with young quarterbacks like Miami, the Eagles, but maybe the the Washington Football Team could use him. I think him and Scary oh, Terry. Can you imagine that? Oh my God! They that have a good be... young oh. running back in Gibson. Uh, like but do they want to go away from who's their quarterback again? The guy they don't have a quarterback. Got set. Alex, Alex Smith. They Alex sat Smith. Him. It was Alex Smith. But who was the guy behind him that played? No, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins got cut. Dwayne Haskins. He got cut. I thought he just got benched. No, he got cut. He got cut. Well, he got cut. He's the now in the. He's now what the... do they have? Mm-hmm. The only thing is, what do they have to trade for it? And that's the big thing. Is that's going to put a lot of defense? Well, remember they have those. They have those top five. You're trading with a horrible Texan team. They have a super. They have a good defensive line. I mean, they have a lot of good defensive guys on. But do you want to get rid of them just to get Watson? That's That's the question. Yeah. (laughs) The good part of your team. I mean, if you can outscore your opponents, the chemistry. Do you want to break the chemistry of your defense just to get a better offense? You never know that, if the offense well, is going to drop one of those so. guys. See, that's the thing. It's got to be. It, it almost has to be. It almost has to be somebody who has a lot of picks, because of the fact that I mean, there's just so many. You know, because whatever team get, gets him is going to be putting a big hole in their lineup right now. So that and, that's and John McClain reported like the Lions have a lot that of the picks. Te- that the Texans the want Rams. two first round picks. <laughs> So the price tag on this guy's is two two first round picks, two second rounders, two defensive starters. That's ridiculous. That's and I feel like players. the only reason they're doing that is because they got, I want to say, basically pooped on their last trade where they gave up the star wide receiver in Hopkins for a mediocre who used to be a star running back in Johnson. And I feel like because they got screwed in that trade, they want to make sure, no matter what, for Deshaun Watson, they're going to make up for it. Well, On they need everything. The that Deshaun Watson is a talent. Don't, don't, don't teams just have to play the waiting game, though? I mean, the, teams can play the waiting game because Deshaun Watson has so much leverage. Yeah, we talked about his contract before. Oh, yes. It's like an NBA, he has, it's like an NBA contract. So, you know, 10 teams can come up and say, hey, we want him. And Deshaun, Deshaun Watson can be like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going yeah. there. But it, it could be. It, you know? it so, could be. So, you know, teams, so teams can – yeah, at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson's like, I'm not playing here, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, and this other team says, well, we don't have two first round picks, we don't have two second round, we have one first round, one second round, and that's it's not, all and up that, to Houston, no is, though. No one else is in play; they're gonna take it. I don't, and that it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, you're right, and I think it's best to wait. He's not gonna play. You're not losing He's anything. Not waiting. gonna play. He's gonna do like Le'Veon Bell or whatever. He's just not gonna play. So he's gonna get traded Texas, hopefully no after the draft. He needs the Texans to get... can ask 
They can ask for whatever the hell they want. Give me 10 first rounders. No, no I don't think he, give them if this. he gets, no if he gets, if he doesn't get traded by the draft, it, it makes no sense because then all of a sudden they you know, if they're going to get draft picks, they need draft picks now guys that they're good. So they could shape their roster now. So I, I just, yeah, I think it's going to come down to the end of going down to the wire and they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to give them away for less than what these requests God, are. I that's, think someone's going to play hardball with them and they're going to, they're going to get him. They're going to give him, someone's going to get him for pennies. Watch. You need would to you watch. trade him? If you were the Jaguars, would you trade him for Lawrence? No, that, well, that, no way. I don't, I don't think so because you get Trevor Lawrence for pennies compared to what you're going to be paying to Sean Watts. Remember and, uh, what's his name? Um, Urban Meyer's there on contingency. I'm, I would imagine Urban Meyer yeah. doesn't want nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. I'm sure he's there Plus because the... oh. of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's contingency, man. That's like buying a house and selling a house. Yeah, he, and, and I'm pl- sure he made that deal very pl- clear. Plus, whenever they talk about the, the this possibility, I'm like, they're in the same division. They're not going to trade with each other, so they could see, you know, the guy they traded twice a year. No, it's they're going to yeah. trade him out of the division, maybe out Get of the out conference. Of here. Yeah. Don't, I don't think they'll send him to the Jets. But the Jets, I don't think, uh, are a good fit for Watson. I don't think Watson would want to go to the Jets. Yeah, the Jets have no weapons. They have no weapons. They have no weapons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have, Frank, they have Frank Gore. Crowder yeah. is amazing on his own. So maybe Crowder <laughs> can become like an over 120 reception type of player with Watson. But now nah, they're an older team, a really old team with Gore on it. But yeah, they have no weapons, nothing. Yeah, they need they need picks. They need to they they need to rebuild that team from you know pretty much yeah, from scratch. Yeah. They got pretty good receivers. Man. Someone but, yeah. someone said the Bears, and I can see that, but that would be them passing on Foles, them passing on Trubisky. Well, that's not. But hard we would. To do. I I know, but it's like for them, it's a bit. I don't know. I think it, it's a good move for them because they drop a lot of money but it's a big commitment, but they got a lot of weapons on that team that just aren't being utilized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into the preview, baby. Super Bowl. Cinquenta-cinco. Uh, and, and real quick, Georgie, do you remember who your pick was for the Super Bowl half, halfway? It was the, it was the Bucks. It was it, the Bucks in Pittsburgh and yep. mine was KC in Seattle. So it was mine. Picked- you weren't on that show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I was out of town or something. I, I went back and I read it and I was like, me and Georgie picked it together. So. <laughs> if it was me, I would if it was me, I would have picked KC Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> retro, retro. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> so this game, so we're gonna go into kind of the DFS model on this one. We're gonna go to how everything is gonna be, how is gonna everything's gonna break out. This is gonna be just a fascinating uh, you know, matchup altogether. The the Chiefs are either three or three and a half point favorites, and the over-under is 56 to 56 and a half. Some places you see one or the other. But uh, I mean, just a contrast in styles. I mean, it, it's it's the Kansas City offense. Are they unstoppable? The Tampa Bay defense has been fantastic of late. The Kansas City defense has been good against the pass, and the the, the Bucks have been great. So I mean, you know, oh, and they played earlier this year. The Chiefs won 27-24, but that game was not that close. You had it was in Week 12. The Chiefs went on that 17 nothing, just electrified run where they were just, they just, I mean, Tyreek Hill was the best wide receiver I've ever seen in that first quarter, 203 yards in a quarter and, and uh, yeah. two touchdowns, got three touchdowns, got 269 yards. So he made Carlton Davis just, I mean, he, he just made him 
uh, I, I mean, he turned him into roadkill that day. Just, I, I just roasted him, roasted him time and time again. So, uh, you know, so we're looking at just- And why wouldn't that happen again? Or do, obviously that could happen again, right? Could happen again. Yeah, because Tyreek Hill, last time I checked, he didn't get any slower. And he didn't get any more- any He's not getting, he's, no, he's not, he's not getting yeah. slower. And Carlton I, I, Davis is not getting faster. Yeah, I mean, they, they've gotten a so little better. So there's that. They've gotten a little better defensively, but it's it's just you know you got to look at that and you know Travis Kelsey had himself a good game, I mean it, it's just oh so I want I want to bring Greggy Greg into this one, so Greg Greggy Greg, let's go. I mean just, wake up. What are your I, I mean what are you looking at the most on this game? Well, um, it's it's the total points. Um, you try to look at. First of all, you know me, I'm not really about the spread or the over-under. It's the total points of the game, right? So, so you got to look at this of like, okay, the spread is minus three and the, uh, the over-under is 56. So the implied total for each team is going to be about, yeah, I probably should have done the math before we did the show. Uh, but what do we got? 28, 28, 28, like 30 to 26, you know, 30 to 27. Um, and then what I do is I looked at the season totals um of touchdowns passes and rushing touchdowns right and then what they gave up and what i came to resolve is that each team is going to pass two touchdowns and run one in right i don't know if it's a running back or quarterback that's gonna brain do man that, but that's yeah. what they do and they kick a, a kick a few field goals right so um and i really am not going to be putting any field goal kickers in my lineups for this because i'm all about trying to find it those receivers um, or a low price running back, finding that value in. And then you need to leap load up on one team here, one team there, and then maybe have a lineup where you, you have a little mix of both. Right. So for me right now, I've got 15 lineups built that I'm rolling with and I might probably will have another 10 more because, because this is it for me, right? Like this is it. I'm going to throw it all in and like, and just see what comes out you <laughs> know, and, and know that, Hey, I'm okay with that. And that I had a great season and, and then uh, we'll just look forward to next year. But, you know, I'm looking at, at DraftKings right here, and that's what we do. I don't do FanDuel or, or Yahoo. But, um, you know, there is the – in what we're talking about, a showdown captain mode where there's six players. The top player gets a 1.5x value, meaning he gets his points plus half the total points. Um, but there's this contest called the Mega Millionaire, right? So they have got the Millie Maker where there's the $10 entry. 653,000 people will enter that at $10. Then there's the $4,444 entry in which 750 people enter. And check this out. You can enter up to 22 lineups. So I clicked on that and it says I can enter. Excuse me. I have 17 lineups in now. It says I can enter my 17 lineups in for (laughs) (laughs) $75,548. So I'm going to hit that button. I hit that button and it says, oh, you need to make a deposit. Thank God. There are a lot of guys, and it's like the theme is this, right? There are less bets this on this game. The, the, the fact is that there's more – there's people put in smaller number of bets but larger amounts of money. So right, this is where everybody, like, shoves in, right? It's like it's like walking out of the casino. You're like, I'm putting it all on black, and the room spin the wheel, and that's it. We're gone, honey. You know what I mean? It's like that's it, right? So, so that's what you sort of have to look at this like and, like, know what you can lose – um, know what you can play to have fun and then just sort of like have a little bit of everything, right? Try to do lineups where 
you cover, you've got Pringle, you've got Watkins, you've got Thompson, Williams, you get all those $200, $400 guys. And then you can say, I got him. I picked him. Right. You know what I mean? So if that lineup didn't hit, but at least you had him, you, at least you gave him a shot. Right. And trying to find the combination of those players is the trick. So that's what I got. Let's so, <laughs> so I'm looking at, uh, so I'm thinking that the, for, for me, I think the chiefs are going to, are, are going to do them because I, I just look at that, look at them over, over time. And I look at how they, number one, how they played the, the first game. And it was just like, they were electric the first half of the game. And then they just kind of played keep away the, the, the end they, I don't think they really put their pedal they kept the pedal down. But last week against a solid, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as good a defense as Tampa Bay, but the Bills were a good defense, and uh, and they just destroyed them. And Mm -hmm. uh, And they were good defense or good offense too, and they still couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. And to me, the thing with this game is, I'm looking at the fact that that the Chiefs. I, I don't think that the, I, I as good as I think Tampa Bay's defense is, I don't think that defense is as good as, as Patrick Mahomes is going to be because right. Rogers still threw for 300 some yards against them, uh, you know, two weeks ago. And, uh, and, and freezing cold weather, yes. which that generally doesn't affect anybody, but you know, it, it affects something, you know, you know, the spin of the ball and, you know, the path of the ball, whatnot, you know, so what, what could he have done if that was in a dome or what would Aaron Rodgers have done? if that game was in Tampa Bay in 75 degree, nice sunny weather, you know what I mean? Like, so absolutely. And the question that we've talked about a few times is, you know, those banged up safeties on the Tampa Bay defense, you know, are they going to, are both of those guys going to play? Is one guy going to play? And if one guy does play, is he going to be, you know, even 80% healthy? Because if, you have, if there's one thing that you don't want, if you're a Bucks fan is to have, Patrick Mahomes go in and, and light you up with, with your defense not being at full power. So if, if, if the Tampa Bay defense secondary has any kind of weakness, you already know if, if, the, if KC has two weeks to prepare for a weakened Tampa Bay defense, oh, my God, you know, what, what are we in for? So I wrote um, down something here. I'm going to call it the um, Antonio Brown effect, right? So ooh, I tried to yes. A little, a little bit of thought into this, and then I did, I did some research, and what I found out is that this last few weeks we were hoping that Gronk would like, hey, Gronk would get his touchdown and get his targets, and it, where, where the hell was Gronk, you know? And then uh, I, I dug deeper and I found out that because Antonio Brown was out, that uh, they were playing what they call the twelve personnel, right? One running back, two tight ends, and if you looked at the way Bright snaps were versus Gronk snaps. It, Gronk still got two-to-one snaps. He's obviously a better blocker. Um, he even ran more routes than Brait, but Brait had a little bit more activity, right? Because they're probably keying on Gronk more than on Brait. So what, what, they, what I've learned is that if Brown plays, then Gronk has a little bit more of a factor and there's less 12 personnel and that Gronk becomes a little bit more of a play here. Um, so we're going to have to keep an eye on Antonio Brown as the week plays on. And then the other thing is that if Brown uh, is out, then Miller or Johnson are back in play again, right? Because, again, I think they're still in play, but they could be in play more. And here's what I like to look at. You look at any team during the year, right? And there's like, if it's like the last game of the season and they need a two-point conversion to, to win the game and, you know, you hear the, the color commentator go, 
well, this is where you got to pull out the best play you had in the book. You've been saving it all year for this moment, right? Well, guess what? They have a playbook with a lot of these plays, and they have so many of these plays ready to go for the Super Bowl. And just like, you know, even when Tampa Bay and KC played each other, Tampa Bay wasn't quite ready as a team yet. They were still gelling, right? They were still. That was week out. twelve, man. It was no. They're still figuring it out though. Still fit. No, that was no. It was week four, week six, or something. It was way back. It was week twelve. It was. Wait. Yeah, because I was thinking the same thing, Greg. I was thinking maybe they weren't gelling. But when I saw week twelve, I said, "No, nah, they had time to work with that." Well, they were still playing. They still were running. The running backs things weren't. I mean, running, yeah, the running game was not set. Definitely, they were no, still figuring out the running well, game. Had, definitely injured. Uh, they had another running back there trying to get into. Well, McCoy never really showed. My point being this is that the coach for KC is going to set the advantage, right? Tyreek Hill is going to set the tone, right? Nobody can guard Tyreek Hill. Nobody right. can guard Kelsey, nope. right? Nope. For the Bucks, Evans technically is not coverable either. Okay, he's still the largest man on on the planet. And then Godwin's going to be your short play, right? He's going to be your uh, your your short route runner, your uh, what do you call it? The uh, excuse me, uh, I'm losing my uh, term here. The slot uh, receiver, slot receiver, right? Where he's going to be getting tons of attention. Then you've got Brady. He's going to be probably pulling out a shotgun a lot. They'll probably do a lot inside a handoff, a lot of zone runs. Where you got to expect that they're just going to be running and passing. It's like pitching in baseball. You pitch backwards, so you can play football backwards. Let's pass on first down, run on second. You know, for vice versa and all that, all over that. But these guys, this I'm just expecting a wide, wide open game. And what you got to figure out is, what is the game flow going to be? Are they both going to try to come out and go, hey, let's just run the ball at each other? I don't think so. I think it's going to be play action, runs, screens, uh, a lot of dink and dunk, over the middle, short coverage, send some guys deep. The advantage that Casey has is they got more guys that can extend the defensive backs and the safeties back and then throw short over the middle, right? That's, that's what I think that – where Tampa Bay sort of gets weak on this game. Now, if Tampa Bay goes in the lead, guess what? They get soft, and then Fournette catches tons of balls, right? He's yeah, he does. Ron Jones got his hands of stone. Um, I mean, that guy just <laughs> can't catch the ball. And then you've got um, bring in the, the Scotty Millers and the, and the Johnsons. These guys are all going to have three or four plays designed for them that they're going to come in just to make a comeback in this game. So, again, I'm looking for, uh, you know, a high-scoring game. I think it goes over 60 points. Um, I'm going over 56 if, if, that, if that matters. But, um, you know, I think, I think it's, it's all hands on deck, man. Everybody's going to be involved. You just got to be able to find what's the matchup and find the sort of sequence, right? Is it going to be Hill, Kelsey, and, and Mahomes, right? Everybody in the world wants those three guys in the lineup, right? So have a lineup with that and then figure out who those next three are. But, there's something there to be said for Evans and then Brady. Don't sleep on him. He's had probably more higher scoring games than Mahomes in the past half of the second half of the season, right? So, um, again, you may be able to leave Mahomes on the bench, and then you know that Kelsey and Hill can score tons of points, right, without him. But anyway. uh, Now, what players – now, Now, one of the things that I, that I kind of – unearth pff found that the chiefs one of the places where they have been vulnerable has been in the slot they've been very good defensively in the secondary but the slot seems to have gotten them chris godwin had himself a pretty good game against them last time and he had uh eight eight catches for 87 yards so that's one thing to keep in mind you know keep in mind i got godwin in my lineup for sure yeah yeah for sure 
And Gronk had 106 yards last time, so he had six receptions. So that's kind of a you know possibility there. The the here's the the interesting kind of question that I want to put out to the room. Tampa Bay, do they really need to run the ball to win this game to play keep away from Mahomes? Or do you have to or or do you really have to try and outscore Mahomes? And Brady is one of the guys who probably could. What do you, you guys want to get to the point to where you can run it, but Mahomes is too good to fall for that. So, but there's also that, that not going to fall behind by much. The component of slowing the game down. Oh, you know, you hear that term like, oh, they need to slow the game down, slow the game down. And how do you do that? You run and you and you gobble up the clock because that. I mean, that may be the strategy if you think of it that way. If 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 Tampa Bay is already like, dang, you know, this is freaking Patrick Mahomes. He went for four sixty two on us last time he faced us what's he gonna do this time you know and, and if if they have a brain which most of them do and like us you can't you know as the saying goes you can't stop him you can only hope to contain him and i think the only real way to contain him is just to to slow the game down like i said and just and just gobble up the clock and gobble up the clock and if they can use four net wisely and they can keep the game game close then they can gobble up the clock because Fournette's not an easy guy to bring down. And if, if he can keep moving the chains, moving the chains, moving the chains, and they can get maybe KC to maybe turn the ball over here and there maybe, and, you know, just, just, you know, keep them kind of on their heels a little bit, then Tampa Bay has a chance. But I think that may be one of the keys to this game is Fournette, you know, and slowing the game down and gobbling up the clock because, because if you, you if you're if they're trying to play you know score 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 back and forth back and forth can't you know Kansas City's gonna win that 99 times out of 100 if you're just trying to run up the, run up the score there's no way. Yeah, let's remember that uh, ball control is not necessarily always running the ball too, right? It's uh, short passes, um, a lot of exactly. the, uh, the Browns yeah. RPO stuff. But to your uh, point, Fournette catches that, too, uh, so it's either he, it's either Fournette running or also Fournette catching. So from DFS standpoint, even maybe more of a of a reason to start Fournette in your lineup. Yeah, but you, you get to see a lot of those uh, short passes where they're setting up uh, three wide and one receiver drops back with two receivers blocking. You know, you've got the end arounds. You've got all sorts of trick plays. And I yeah. think that's what's making this game exciting. And, and Brady, Brady's the master. You know, and again, yeah. Um, yeah. I think – watch out. You know, I think uh, he may he may get some rushing yards this game too when people aren't looking. Um, <laughs> so, so what we haven't talked about are, are is one huge injury, um, which is the left tackle. Yes, for the KC, right? I mean, talking blindside here, Eric Fisher, um, and you know, I'm, I'm sure they've got it's uh, they're deep enough to be able to cover that. But let's face it, you put your best guy at left tackle, right? Yeah. There's there's no question about that. So you know, we'll see if that that makes the play. Um, clearly, Tampa Bay has had a pass rush. They've been able to contain um, in the pocket that game. Whatever week twelve. Okay, I'll give it to you guys. It's like I really. I'm not going to let that affect my decision on this game going forward is that I'm looking at this going, this game's going to be just a, a run and shoot. Remember, you know, Brady is probably really doing the coaching on Tampa Bay side too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, exactly. Know, I mean, whenever I'm watching the game, I I still think of Belichick when I'm watching Tampa Bay games, I swear to God, I'm thinking, wow, this looks familiar. You know, I've seen that play before. You know what I mean? So totally, um, totally. So, you know, it's, it's really, I mean, it's, here we are looking at, the goat, right? And and we just have to realize that this is his tenth Super Bowl, and 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 most of the money's coming in on Tampa Bay right now in those three points. So, um, you know, we got we got to believe that can happen. Too. You're in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard not to be. 
We did grow up yeah. 40 miles from each other, you know, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would not, I would not, I would not be surprised. I mean, I, you mean, my, my brain is telling yeah. me, you know, KC, 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 but at the same time, I would not be surprised if Tom Brady figures out a way to win because that guy is just, he's just, like, he's just incredible. Like, you know, the, the guy just, I mean, yeah. like I said, 10 Super Bowls, my God, what, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, and you know, really? and, and Ricky was talking about earlier, uh, I think it was off the air, but, you know, that this could be a game like the, the Philly New England game where it was just like, it was just video game craziness. So mm-hmm. I think it could be, could be one of those things. And one of the things, and now, now Greg, Greg, you mentioned something about the, about the left tackle and, you know, in watching the, the, the tape of that game of that week 12 game, it was fascinating to see how many times that, that uh, Mahomes was flushed out of the pocket and did, and did play, you know, made some made plays on the run. I mean, he, he got sacked a couple times in that game, but you know, even though he was under pressure, he still made plenty of plays. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, one of the biggest plays was the second touchdown to Tyreek Hill. And it was the 44 yard pass. And it was, you know, he was one-on-one with Carlton Davis and it was one of those, it, it, he didn't beat Davis by a lot. It was one of those plays where Mahomes threw to a spot. He threw Ty- Tyreek Hill open and Hill caught the ball in stride and he had six inches on Carlton Davis and turned it in and just ran away from him. It was just, it, it was a beautiful, t- beautifully thrown ball, great catch and just, you know, let a guy make the play. That's and and that was a play where it was two seconds. So there, even if they were as uh, un, unimpeded defender, would not have had time to actually get you know get to Mahomes even on that play. I think I think the Chiefs are going to try and do those kind of plays a little bit with a lot of Kelsey with a lot with a lot of Kelsey underneath. And so it's going to be it it's and and it's going to be those two guys. I I really think so. And yeah, yeah. And Andy Reid will Andy Reid will definitely you know Andy Reid will 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 plan for you know any weakness at left tackle. I mean, if it's if it's really that significant, then Mahomes takes a snap, rolls to the right, and throws a pass. You know what I mean? Like the Andy Reid is just they they they're they're, I mean I'm I'm, KC they just blow my mind. Like I told the guy at work today, like KC is like varsity, and like everybody else is JV in my (laughs) mind. That's the way I look at it. Seriously, I mean, Mahomes wasn't even full power last week. Well, Mahomes was not even fully healthy last week, and they just carved, you know, they carved up the the Buffalo Bills like a Christmas turkey, man. It was it was kind of ridiculous to watch, but I see him, you know, even being healthier, having two more full weeks to recover from whatever it was that was ailing him. I just see, I mean, I would not be shocked at a blowout, not at all. And one of the things about it, uh, you mentioned the toe. He is, mm-hmm. uh, he said he's close to hundred percent with that. Yeah. Toe. So yeah. Uh, do we, any sleeper play before we, before we, before we leave this and obviously last week we talked flash draft. So, you know, definitely, de- definitely listen, listen back to that one. But uh, any sleepers that we like in this game, any sleeper players for uh, the showdown? Yeah. I don't know if there's any sleepers uh, per se. Say, um, I think that th- what we need to talk about is value, right? Um, do you want to dig in how to maybe look at constructing lineups a little bit this week and how I would go about it just to find uh, some balance and how to spend your money wisely? Yeah. So there's obviously you got to get in the Millie maker, right? Do three lineups. Um, what I would do is I would do one that would be um, obviously geared more towards a successful Kansas City side, do one that would be more towards a Tampa Bay side, and then do one that'll find the blend. So 
I can tell you right now that I am doing everything I can to figure out how to work around a captain spot with Hill, a captain spot with Kelsey, a captain spot with um, Evans, a captain spot with Godwin, and a captain spot with Ronald Jones. And I think I may even try to even Ooh. see Darrell Williams there. Okay, so and and here's you why. Got I a little money bags here. What's that? <laughs> I said, okay. you got money bags here, put in all these bets. Well, he's I, had a good year. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though, yeah. Greg. Yeah. I was thinking the same exact thing. You got to put each and every one of these star players in that captain spot because any one of them can go off. Right. But who's more likely to go off, right? And so, and then it's Hill and Kelsey, right? These are the two most explosive guys that we've seen all year, right? Um, Godwin and Evans – Though they can be explosive, Evans more than Godwin this year, uh, you have to realize that in order to win the millionaire, you got to do what is not expected, right? They always talk about getting the low percentage owned. Everybody wants Hill and Kelsey. Everybody wants Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes, right? So if I look at Mahomes and I go, I got to spend freaking $12,000 on Mahomes, he needs to get me 36 points. He hasn't done that that often that year. So, you know, if I'm looking at trying to get Mahomes, you're trying to get at least um, two, three for one return on your money for these players right now, right? Figure out how you're going to get three to one. You got $50,000. You want to get at least 150 points just to get in the game. Okay. So if I'm building with Hill or Kelsey, well, first of all, I'm going to X out here and I'm going to start over. Mahomes is 18,000, Kelsey 16,5, Hill 15,6. All right. If you guys are going on what you've already seen and what you know, then you go with Hill, 200-yard guy. Let's get him in there. And then I'm going to go with Kelsey. And then if I go with Mahomes, I've got $11,000 left. So, as I said, where I find value is Ronald Jones at $2,200, right? How can you not think that – because he's the main guy, right? Let's face it, Fournette is – He's a guy, he's a fourth quarter guy now. He's a third down back. That's that's his role. Given two weeks, you've got to think that Ron Jones is going to be getting the ball 15 times, right, this game, right? At $2,200, that is a great lineup. But I can tell you that's where everybody else in the world is starting. Right? That's their first build is going to be right there. So then you got to figure out who do I want to go to next, right? Do I want to get um, Godwin or Evans? So if you want to pick one of those guys, you can. And then you'll see that if you pick Godwin – you've got 400 bucks left and then you can pick Sherman and maybe they give the tank the ball, you know? So, so that's one lineup, right? And if you take, take Godwin out and you go with Evans and then there's Sherman again, McCoy and bell. We haven't talked about bell yet. We have, is he going to play? Is he going to be active? Um, is he hurt? Did he, did he punch something in the locker in the last game? Like <laughs> what, there's a story here. We just don't know. You know what I mean? So, so we still, we're still five days out, right? We still, or four days. We don't even know really what's going to go on. So you guys still need to pay attention to what's going on with these players. But Bell could be a huge value at $800. He's not washed up. This yeah. guy's that moves. He's still. I got I, him on my team right now. I'm keeping my eye on that, right? So anyway, so then if, if you look at Brady, I'm putting Brady in before Mahomes as a quarterback. So if I then went and wanted to go with um, a Tampa Bay lineup, like I said, I like Godwin for a lot more catches, but I'll tell you what, the guy at the red zone, the, you know, the first guy that Brady's looking at is Evans. We know that. Right. Um, and yeah, I like yeah. Evans for like those, those 10 to 30 yard catches, 
where he's going to, you know, drop in the soft zone coverage and, you know, he's going to come down. He's going to get up looking like he just got crushed. But, um, you know, do a lineup with Godwin or Evans. But here's what you're going to do. You're going to have them both in your lineup. So whatever one you pick to put at captain, it's maybe a four to $800 difference. And so let's just go with um, – I'm going to go with Ed, um, Evans because he's cheaper. And then I'm going to go with Godwin. And then I'm going to get Brady in there as a lineup. And this is my Tampa Bay heavy. So from here, who do I want to spend? Do I want Hill or Kelsey? And, again, I'm thinking, dude, there was a stretch where – I think Hill was getting like 15 targets a game, right? Did you see, like, if you look at like some that stretch that he had and then he took a little break, I, Hey, why not go back to him? I think Kelsey's been worked pretty hard here. And I think Kelsey's still going to get his 25, 30 points, but who's going to get the 40 points. Right. So, and Hill's cheaper. So maybe let's go with Hill. Um, Mm. And you plug Hill in. Okay. Kelsey's out, but you can go back and do another lineup at $10 and put Kelsey in that spot. So, and that's what these pros do, right? You know, I call my, I don't call myself an expert. You guys do. And I appreciate that, but I'm definitely not a pro, but the pros, they like, they put up like $50,000 or more a week. <laughs> like, like that's what they do. And then if they make 15% on their 50,000, then they did good. Right. I'm just hoping to double up every week when I put in my 50 fifties or whatever. So, all right. So I got $8,000 left. And here's what we're going to do. So I got Godwin. Guess what? I'm going back to Jones again because I just think Jones is going to be be the guy. Um, at 2,200, he only needs to get 6,600 or, yeah, six points, 10 points to cash in. So um, just put Ron Jones in your lineup. He's going to be chalky, but that's okay. If you don't have him, you could miss out. So I got $6,000 left, and I'm looking at backup quarterbacks. And here is probably the, the final piece of the puzzle. Sammy Watkins. Yep. What is going to be oh. Sammy Watkins this week? He's bust. He's not going to do anything. Well, he could because he's known for being hurt, and then he comes back. They'll throw him a pass in the beginning of the game, and guess what? They forgot about him because they think, oh, that coach just wanted to put him in to make us cover him. And then in the fourth quarter, he comes back and stings you for like three passes, you know, short and underneath. So uh, I think this game's going to go back and forth. I, I mean, there's no Super Bowl Brady's going to get blown out in. Uh, this is going to be just something that we're going to look, look, remember going, wow, did that just happen? Did we just watch like these guys just open it up? Like, it's like, it's good. You got the two greatest quarterbacks probably in, in the history of the game. I'm giving Mahomes like 20 years already on this, but it's just going to be crazy to watch this. So if Watkins is in, you could play Watkins, McColl Hardman, but no, I'm going with D Williams right here. And this Woo-hoo! is a great lineup. Hey, that, question? So you got, yeah. Uh, so again, I like picking these outsiders, like, you know, Hey, maybe they'll do something. And I've, I've got a couple of them in our past shows, but it seems like a lot of times you have an MVP that came out of nowhere. And so Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I mean, mm-hmm. if he went off, then it's the underdog guy that went and he got 200 yards. He scored three touchdowns. Is that a possibility or what do you think he's going to do? Absolutely. I think it's a little possibility, but I mean, what was his injury? I mean, I, I can't remember. Uh, was it hip? hip? Yeah, hip, hip, hip the, and ankle. The freaking hip, ankle. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I just see this guy. He's still young. Um, Daryl Williams is like, he's been the guy. He's been sort of pretty steady. Um, and he's got, sort of got that Tyreek Hill. So Darren Sproles factor, you know, can't catch me. Come get, can't touch this, you know, like um, he's, he's sort fast and quick and, um, I don't know. I mean, but, but Nico, you just said it. If you want to put him in a lineup, I guarantee you that he's going to be at like 
less than 1% of the captain slot. And I would create that lineup right there. But you want to build it? Let's start. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, you figure it's, it's, he's got two weeks off. It's Super Bowl and he's young, just like you said. Do that in our league, Nicole. Do that in the one we're <laughs> Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, against us. Yes, do that one. Here we go. Man, I can't hear you. My, my, my fantasy football trophy is in the way. I'll get it. Let me do that again. Hold on. I'm going. Oh, my God. He's so freaking expensive. He's $10,500 at the captain spot. So tell you what, Nico, I'm going to do it. I got one. I'm clicking on it. Okay. So tell you what, so I'm definitely not going with Mahomes because I need Clyde Edwards Hilaire to be like awesome. Right. So if you've got a running back at captain, you probably don't know, want to go with that quarterback. And what you're thinking is if Casey's going to do so well that they can run the ball and play catch and he can catch the ball, then you thinking that they're way ahead. Okay. And that Tampa Bay is going to have to pass. So what you want to do is you want to back this up with Brady, Evans, and Godwin. Okay. And I'm going to enter this lineup too, by the way. Um, okay. So I got Godwin in there. All right. Now I've got $12,000. All right. And so I can't do Mahomes for 12. So maybe I do. You got to pick Tyreek or Kelsey because you know one of them are going to go off. Who do you want me to pick, Nico? I uh, want you to pick Kelsey. All right, Kelsey. All right, so that gives me $1,300 left. Oh, there's my guy. Here we go. There he is, T. Johnson. T. Johnson. Submit. Boom. So I got that in. So I got another lineup in. I got 19 lineups in in the Millie Maker. I'm feeling good. Um, that, that, but Nico, like, that could hit, right? Nothing's to say it can't hit. Um, it's just about taking the risk, right? Um, how many lineups, how many options – uh, can you create to winning? So uh, anyway, there it is. Uh, I hope that's that it hits for Nicole. Thank you. All right. So let's, let's kind of finish. Let's kind of round this out. Uh, we got about five minutes. Uh, My favorite Super Bowl thing. Prop to do. bets. Prop yeah, bets. maybe coin toss. And then there's the singing and then there's, oh, there's so many good things. Let's go. So <laughs> I, I'm going to start us off the Gatorade. Let's talk shower. about our favorites. Gatorade shower. Everybody's going to talk about their favorites. Gatorade shower. So I am calling orange for this one from the simple fact that I think the chief, I think the chiefs are going to win. They did orange last year. I think teams are superstitious, but that the odds are crazy on this. You know, it's, it, it's, it's fascinating. And I, and actually odd shark uh, did, uh, I did the did the color of the super of the Gatorade shower for the last twenty Super Bowls, so it's just <laughs> fascinating. But you know, the last five awesome. have been orange, blue, yellow, none for the Patriots in '51, and then orange. So I'm calling orange, boys. Bingo. I'm calling okay. orange. All right. That, that's a good. That's a good call, Georgie. Good call. All right. So Ricky, what's yours? Uh, mine, honestly, is uh, a little bit way out of football it's the national anthem and this year it's uh gosh i don't know her last name jasmine jasmine something sullivan i'll find her name sullivan and and eric church well that's why i just see jasmine i get mesmerized uh but no so this is how and the 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 prop bet is will it be under or over two minutes pretty much a minute 59 seconds and i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be way over because Eric Church already did an interview saying that he was never going to do it, but after all the 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 January sixth stuff in the country just going into turmoil, he's a country singer. She's our being soul, so they're going to make a whole moment of this. 
Also, it's a 30 year anniversary since Whitney Houston did it at that same exact, or at least in Florida for a Super Bowl. So I think they're going to see a lot of, Ooh. you know, uh, past Super Bowl performances. Interesting. In Houston. Yeah. So they're going to want to ah, step it up. So and, and, and the fact that it's a, the fact that it's a duet, they may kind of be doing, doing some back and forth and maybe back, even, exactly, exactly. You know, just kind of like some melody and some, yeah, that, I can see that happening. Sure. So over probably over yeah. three minutes, but make that bet. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and also red Gatorade. Boom. All right. Oh. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. My prop bet, uh, which team will have more rushing yards? And I'm going with uh, Tampa Bay. You know, he, he, you know I, I was already uh, kind of leaning towards Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. And I think Greggy Gregg, uh, in all of his wisdom, uh, just kind of solidified my pick there. Uh, talking about Ronald Jones, uh, you know, I was getting a boatload of touches, and I, I completely agree. I think um, – Casey's running game with CEH and Le'Veon Bell. I'm not really sure, you know, they even need that. <laughs> you know, we've talked ad nauseum about, uh, you know, the, the, the firepower. So I think um, they're going to go pass heavy over there in, on the KC side and get boatloads of yards and boatloads of points through the air. I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to get a lot more going through the uh, running game, trying to maybe – uh, work the clock a little bit, you know, try to slow things down a little bit. So I'm definitely putting my money on uh, Tampa Bay, more rushing yards. Watch Patrick Mahomes outrush there you go. Tampa Bay's run. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I think his over-under is 20 he's yards. A, he's, yeah, I don't think he's going to need to do any running. And plus, yeah. he doesn't want to get hurt. He, he, he got dinged up recently. So I think the last thing he wants to do is get take a hard tackle. Remember... Those guys, you know, it's the Super Bowl. They know one hard tackle and Mahomes is out. They're gunning for him. As much as they say, oh, we're not trying to hurt him. He knows how to slide and go out of bounds. Remember, no, I'm talking about, remember Rich Gannon, how he went out of the Super Bowl with uh, Tony, who that guy was that landed on top, like bounced on top of him and just knocked him the heck out of that game. Siragusa, I think it was. I think Siragusa landed on Gannon, knocked him out of the Super Bowl. And that was the end of it. He knew. All we, they didn't try to hurt him. Knock him out of the game. So be be on the lookout. I don't think Mahomes going to run. All right, Greg, Primo Greggy Greg. What color Gatorade, though, Hector? Oh, let's go blue. All right. Woo-hoo. My boy, blue. <laughs> it's a red state, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is a red state, yes. Hey, let, let me lead off with that. Uh, well, you know where Gatorade was created, right? You know, Florida, Florida, Gainesville, Florida. Florida. Florida Gators. That's right. So they got it. So they got to go back to, uh, to the OG color, the gold, the yellow, oh, right? The lemon uh, lime. Hey, Greg has all the inside. Baby. Greg yeah. has all the inside information, man. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've been known to sing a national anthem too here and there, you know, um, there you and, and I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm definitely going way over on that one. So um, where do I, where do I dump my money truck? Um, there you go. To get on that one. Uh, <laughs> So I was so let me just sort of round this off, and I'm going to come back to a few little DFS notes that'll tie into this. So so I got Godwin um, on the over five and a half catches for sure. Um, again, I'm thinking pass heavy game could be balanced. We'll see some runs and stuff, but um, but I really think that uh, Godwin is the guy for sure. That's going to be the numero uno. Um, he may not get in the end zone, but he's definitely going to get more than five and a half catches. Uh, now, given that, there's another one that I like, which is, the, again, it's the Sammy Watkins type of thing where if Sammy is playing, um, 
maybe don't do that bet or find out how healthy he is, right? If he's just like, if he's a game time decision, get all over the Byron Pringle over one and a half catches and over 12 and a half yards for sure. You look at his targets the last two weeks, I think it's over seven. Uh, he's been a consistent catcher. He's not dropping balls. Uh, he, he ran 53 routes last week. Um, and he sort of stepped up in the game a little bit next to even McCole Hardman. So again, looking to pass, um, I, you know, as we're thinking that Casey is going to be uh, with a, a fully healthy quarterback without toe problems, um, everybody's all hands on deck. So I like those two prop plays. And then again, pay attention to Sammy Watkins uh, to put Billy Pringle. And I, I don't know if, you know, McCole Hardman is going to be a little expensive to chew, but um, look at, look at the Scott Billy Pringle, Byron Pringle um, is your guy at a cheap value in DFS. And then the other guy we didn't talk about is that if Antonio Brown uh, comes back or he's in, then look for Gronk. And and with or without that, Gronk at $3,000 is going to be a great play. Why not throw him up in that captain spot too? And then you can get everybody with value. Oh, yeah. That's Tom, Br- that's Tom Brady's guy. So I can definitely see Gronk getting another Super Bowl touchdown for sure. So Ron Jones and Gronk in that captain spot uh, could yeah. be a great place. It allows you to pay buy everybody you want. Um, and, uh, so anyway, so Ron Jones build around him, Gronk build around him. And I think, think you guys can win a few bucks. And then remember the, the Millie maker, dude, it's so hard to win. If you want to put one lineup in there, great, but go to the smaller tournament fields, find a tournament with like 80 people in it, right. Where you're just competing against Tom, Dick and Harry and, and, you know, Lisa, um, Elizabeth and, and Sally too, right. I got to keep this all like up and up, but you know, there's just, it's just, um, and find the smaller fields. Find mm-hmm. smaller fields. Don't compete against thousands. The th- more people in it, the hard, the lar- harder it is to score the top, right? The smaller the field, that highest score is going to be lower, right? And that's where you can compete. You guys see it when we do our little, you know, fun little right. things. Together. Like we're yeah. not scoring like the guys do if, you know, that play like 150 lineups and spend $50,000 on of the day, you know? So anyway. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Nico, you're good to closer. All right, so um, I my bet is that uh, Tom Brady is going to think that fourth down is first down. No, I'm just kidding. Let's <laughs> 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 come to everybody, you know. That's okay. No, um, I'd like to. I'm taking the wisdom of the group, you know. Uh, as uh, Greg knows this one, two for the money. John Anthony, he had all the answers. So, mm. well, John Anthony, right here. Um, I'm going to sit there and say that basically Tampa Bay is going to be the first score. Um, they are minus 110, so, but I think they'll probably be even the way this is set up. But I have a feeling Tampa Bay likes to, you know, on this situation, they're going to want to cu- come down, punch them in the mouth right away and say, we're here. That's what they did last week and uh, or two weeks ago. And I think that's what's going to happen. So Tampa Bay to score even money. Um, that's where I would go. And what color Gatorade? Gatorade? I, you know, blue ice is like the favorite Gatorade with all youngsters. I think KC is a young team. So I think we're going to go blue. You're my boy. Boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought about it. I don't think they want anything that's going to stain their tongue. So I think orange or yellow is probably going to be the color. <laughs> yeah, baby. I don't think if I just won the Super Bowl, Rick, I really don't, cr- I really don't care. <laughs> hey, man, is this staining my tongue? No, nah, we can't do this, man. Is it turning my? Is it? Oh, I'm sure my- these players see each other on the sidelines next to each other. They're like, damn, bro, you've been drinking a lot of Gatorade. Your tongue's all blue. 
<laughs> I don't think, like, I don't care. I don't, don't drink no, it, son. No. How are you gonna how are you gonna catch that pass? Your tongue is orange. <laughs> and who no, drinks no, lemon no. lime or orange Gatorade? Those are the worst flavors. <laughs> well, the, the thing about blue, the blue, the blue is 800, 800 to, uh, so it's basically uh, what eight to one. So that's pretty good. There you go. Go with blue. That's why it's not gonna happen. It's not happening. They're not gonna they have want full blue control, on their tongue. Man, they have. Full They're not gonna control. have blue on their tongue. There's no All way. Right. You're, All right. you're about to win a super. You want to do a Super Bowl interview with blue on your tongue? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. If I just want a Super you're, Bowl, I don't care what color my tongue. No, what if you lose? You gotta do the same interview. So not happening. <laughs> oh, you know man. what I wish they had on the sidelines of the games? Remember when we were kids, we'd go to Seven Eleven get the cherry Slurpee. Yes. Like, yeah. You come home and go. Did you go get a Slurpee? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now your lips are all red. Your mouth oh, is all you red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ride your bike to Seven Eleven. Oh, perfect. Exactly. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, that that was fun, everybody. When eso es todo for our show. For our show. Well, first off, I want to thank Anchor. FM for being our hosting network and making sure independent podcast gets out in the familia community. I also want to thank uh, for the past, you know, month, month and a half, uh, Greggy Greg for joining us and dropping knowledge on DFS. I mean, this, you've been just, uh, this has been phenomenal to, to add this. This was Primo. You are officially adopted and you have to come to the draft. To yes. be referee. Dressed as a referee. Please follow Greg's company, Pacific Coast Trail Runs, at PacificCoastTrailRuns.com. That's their website. Uh, great stuff. There's going to be, you know, as things kind of loosen up, people get vaccinated, and we bring back some races. There's going to be opportunities for uh, these great trail runs that uh, Primo Greg and Greg puts on. So thanks again, Primo. Well, everybody, uh, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast uh, through Spotify, Google, apple wherever you get your podcasts and if you can leave us a review wherever you can i know you can on apple that'd be fantastic and uh, make sure you find original content adentro y afuera we'll have my breakdown on who's in who's out kind of like playing off of what we talked about today uh for the game for your dfs lineups and make sure you're following us on twitter and instagram at familia ffb you can find me at, at jorge martin 17 hector what the heck two t's and uh, make sure you're following us on our Familia FFB Facebook page. Gracias, everybody. Suerte on all your Super Bowl bets. Good and, luck. and remember, todos somos, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud.